right. Robert Nesta Marley said it best. Every little thing is going to be all right. It is Drew Garabo live. The Mondayest Tuesday that has ever Tuesdayed. And as soon as I knew that we'd be looking at a major storm event this week, there was one guy I wanted to get back on the show because the last time Paul Delegato joined us, he was amazing. He has an ability to deliver the no-nonsense forecast while at the same time informing us, yet not scaring us too much. But there is cause to be concerned right now as we have, I think, only the fifth storm ever to reach 185 miles per hour. Is that correct, meteorologist Paul Delegato? Does it mean anything that I'm talking to you from Kansas right now? <laughs> is, that a, is, that, I just want, is that anything at all? <laughs> that means a lot. Thanks for checking in. Okay, I appreciate it. Just, just want to double check. Thank it's you. nice to hear. It's flat. Very flat. But nice. <laughs> you got to watch out for those cyclones out there, though, right? Yes. All right. So what's going on? Well, I tell you, it's just, it's, it's just a classic case of just looking at something five days down the road and, and there's just so much of a, of a, you know, a thirst for information and definite answers about this is exactly going to happen. This is going to hit here. I'm going to have this much wind at my house. And I'm telling you, it's just impossible to do five days away. Um, and you know, all I can say at this point is that you know, the, you've, you've all seen the satellite presentation of the hurricane. It's, it's a monster. It's going to rip through the Leeward Islands and cause all kinds of damage. And then we get into a case here over the weekend, and especially Sunday and Monday, where we have solutions, including a major hurricane going right up the spine of the state. We've got some modeling that's going east of us. Don't forget, east is always good. Right. And we're still just not at the point where I can be on the radio with you and say, hey, listen, guys, uh, the wind's going to pick up at 6 o'clock. It's going to gust to 60 miles an hour. It's going to rain about four inches. A storm's going to go by, and the weather's going to improve. If I was to tell you that, I would just be throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping it's right. And maybe that's why there's they call it the spaghetti no, There's just no science where, where I can deliver this information in a way that is going to include absolutes when it's this far away. Sure. The only thing I will say is that you, know, you just have to resist the you just have to resist panicking. I mean, we've been in this situation before. This is one of the you know living in Florida. This is what you kind of sign up for, and and this is the deal. I mean, I made a joke about Kansas. Folks in Kansas deal with tornadoes. This is our stuff. So I, I know it doesn't look good. Doesn't doesn't look on look good on satellite. But the only thing you can do is prepare your family and just make, if the storm does happen to hit us straight on, is to have a place where you can ride out the storm and don't worry about anything else except your safety until the storm goes by. Yeah, those are That's uh, really it. That's uh, all you can do. Sound and, and sage words from a uh, stalwart and uh, professional in your field and ones we certainly need to hear right now. Seth Kush, a question for Paul Delegato from Fox 13. Paul, when do, when do you guys expect the storm to kind of start going north? I know it's been going west for a while, and I think everybody's waiting for it to start to go north yeah. to you know figure out whether or not it's going to hit us. Yeah, I think it's going to go in a west. It's going to start going west, northwest. I'm sitting here in the office, and you know, we all, we all have a lot of good faith in, in the in the European model, which just does a nice job. I mean, it's uh, over time, it's proven to be almost the go-to model that we use, and that that has a storm kind of moving west, northwest on the northern coast of Cuba, 
or over Cuba for a while. And then really the big forecast challenge and what, what the listeners really have to pay attention to is when the storm starts turning to the north, because it will. It's going to start bending north. Is that turn going to happen sooner? If that does happen soon, then it kind of sweeps up along the east coast. Or is it delayed a bit, and then it starts skirting up the west coast, which we know any storm coming up from the south and paralleling our west coast is not a good situation at all. And so we're thinking, you know, think about this. We have a storm over 1,000 miles away, and we're trying to figure out five days from now how soon a turn is going to be, and 100 miles, 100 miles makes all the difference in the world. We just don't have the skill to say it's going to turn here, and then by Sunday morning it's going to be over, you know, Fort Lauderdale. Right. We just uh, we just don't know. It's impossible. Yeah, and I think right now a lot of people are – operating under the false assumption that they do know and that we're going to get a direct hit. And I think that's why you're yeah. seeing the run on the and stores I'm not right not. now. I'm not right. saying this, this is going to be a picnic. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and another thing is, 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 I, is, I, is I, this is something that I've been bombarded with this stuff all morning long, is, is people just asking me, when do I evacuate? Where do I go? You know, i got to tell you, if, if you're not in a situation where your home is going to flood, because the general rule is, is that the reason why you evacuate is because you're getting away from rising water from the bay and the Gulf. Right. That is the killer. Water is the killer. You learned it in Harvey. You learned it in Katrina. Is Water is what will kill you. I'm not saying sitting in a home with 125-mile-an-hour winds outside is good, but generally speaking, if you're not in a mobile home and you're in a well-built concrete house, you're better off... Mm hunkering down in a room inside your home and you are hopping on the highway and joining a million of your friends on Interstate 75 being stuck and trying to figure out what hotel am I going to find in Valdosta, Georgia, and trying to ride out the storm there because that, trust me, is not a great option. No, no. I found Valdosta, unless you're really into high school football, (laughs) not uh, not, usually not a great option. It's a stop point when you go to Atlanta. It's about the right right time to have lunch, but then again, the lunch lunch options are not great. Oh, there's a Zaxby's and a Chick-fil-A right there. (laughs) I think you're right. I do know what you're talking about. Uh, John Senny, did you have something for Paul Delicato from Fox 13? Yeah, I have a question about this potential turn. So this thing is still growing. It's a Category 5. If it continues to intensify and get larger, does that play a part in whether or not it can make that sharp turn? It seems like the Some, bigger it gets, the harder it would be. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of like a, a ship. I mean, usually the, the thing is with storms, once they get their momentum going, they kind of want to go the same way. It's kind of law of physics, but there are, but they do follow... Uh, you know, they go around the periphery of around the edges of high pressure and they go around, you know, a trough, which is kind of a dip in the jet stream. Uh, one thing I would caution is as incredible as it looks on satellite now. And it's it's I posted a uh, you know, you may have saw my tweet in my Facebook post is that mm-hmm. you're not going to find a more incredible satellite movie of a hurricane than I just posted on my on my social media accounts. From a science standpoint, it's it's incredible. But you do have to remember that that does not necessarily mean the storm's going to look like that when it gets here. Uh, Katrina, when it was south of, of New Orleans, was a powerhouse Category 5 right. and made landfalls a Category 3. So storms do undergo changes, and there could be some land interactions with Cuba, which could certainly weaken the storm down to a Category 2 or Category 3. So there's a lot of stuff going on between now and, and Sunday and Monday. 
I'm summarizing Paul Delegato from Fox uh, 13 right now, it is that anything could happen. We should prepare for the worst, obviously, yes. but let's don't not panic. Freak. And just don't panic. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that, you that's have, you have five days. And, and I've said this before, is like I can't tell you the number of times that I've said, okay, on Monday, it's going to look like this, it's going to look like this, it's going to look like this, and then Monday shows up and you go, huh, well, that didn't work out exactly as I thought it would. <laughs> things change in five days. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you get very well-thought-out responses from sensible viewers when that happens who, <laughs> who totally understand that it's as much of a crapshoot yes. for you as it is for them, right? Yeah. I just would, uh, you, know, the, just, you know, the thing is, uh, one thing about Harvey, as bad as Harvey was and was awful, is that it has raise the awareness level and having high awareness level and paying attention is always a good thing no doubt before we let you go yeah. paul delegato from fox 13 uh how much do we have to be concerned about jose coming right behind not, not at all jose is going to become probably a major hurricane but it's going to go across the open atlantic uh, it will not impact us it is rare for hurricanes to play fall the leader across the entire entire ocean. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Jose, Jose will, will, will not be a player in our weather, I can tell you that much. Very good. Well, All listen, right. you're doing a great job. Please keep it All up. Right, and and, and if, we, uh, if we need you, I hope that uh, you'll be available for us again because you're exceptional. I'll be here the rest of the week. Always love talking to you guys. Right back at you, Paul. Thanks, man. Okay. Take care. Thanks, bye. Bye-bye. That's got, I mean, that guy's, that guy's weather money. So he said 125 mile an hour winds, you're good. <laughs> That's what I heard, right? We're worried about water, not wind. Water is the enemy right now. I, I was just looking at my cup of water when he said that. I'm like, you're the enemy right now, bitch. <laughs> so what, are you uh, Are you going to board up your home? What are you going to do? Yeah. You got to board up? I read. What do I care? Yeah. I mean, I like the house, but I'm not married to it or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably stay home now. Now, I mean, Paul really... Uh, John, you would never be a good weather man because they're yeah. they're not trying to strike fear into people right now, and yeah. you, that's what you're all about. I, I'm not about. All I said last week was people need to be vigilant. You take any talk of a hurricane as striking fear, and I, and I, I was, do. I was talking about it last week, and look where we are today. Right where, you, right where you wanted us to be, John. It's not where I wanted to be, but... You wanted us to go into Publix and have to wait 30 minutes just to get a sub because everybody's buying all the water and green Gatorade. There's a run on subs, too? <laughs> <laughs> it's insane there, yeah. You don't want to be inside of Publix right now. I was looking to see what everybody was buying because I was like, oh, you're not going to need that during the hurricane. Come on, man. Don't, this, is no, this is time for us to come together, not judge people's buggies. I bought Rice Krispie treats because I'm ready to trade those for certain things if it all goes to hell. <laughs> That's a good barter tool. Yeah. Oh, would, wow, yeah. I'd like, give you a generator for like 10 Rice Krispie treats. Like, hey, some water, or maybe like I need a haircut, or maybe yeah. I need some baby formula. Here's some Rice Krispie treats. What haircut. happened to those uh, Rice Krispie treats? Oh, they're in the office still. You I think. sure about that? What the hell? <laughs> those damn looters! <laughs> Already, you can shoot to kill if someone's going for your Rice Krispie treats for sure, and our office will get looted for those. Um, all right. Well, listen. Thanks to Paul Delegato, and thanks to everybody over at Fox 13. They're, you know. For a Fox station to allow its personalities to interact with a station like this, to me, that's that, that, that's tremendous. I mean, I think that goes unsettled. I think they're our media partner. So it is, it is nice, though, that, that Paul made time. This is like his Super Bowl. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like getting uh, Chris Berman on during the Super Bowl. You know, it's like, uh, so we, we appreciate that very much. And we love all those guys. They, they, they do a tremendous job. I, I was actually uh, at uh, Kendrick Lamar with, uh, I think Epstein was up there. Oh, wow. No, she went? was at, I'm sorry, Epstein was at Wheezy. Uh, but, uh, but Charlie was at, yeah. How, went, how was it? Can I be honest with you? One of the best live music experiences of my entire life. Well, it had to be the second best. One of them. Oh, why? Where's the, was, was the, well, for, the best rapper alive was yeah. in St. Pete. Little Wayne. The best rapper alive. The best rapper alive? Was in St. Lil Pete. Wayne? Yeah. The oh, best yeah. rapper alive? Body of work. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, man. It was like, you know, you know what? Like um, one of the greats. Right. Like Elvis. Yeah. 
like uh, you know, like Tupac. Okay. Lil Wayne is spoke about in those circles. I don't think Kendrick's in those circles yet. Probably not yet. No. Not yet. But to to me, man, I've never seen a rap show like that. I've never uh, seen a rapper assert himself as like the king of of rap music right now. The uh, he that's how he. He owned that stage. Did he have a floating stage? No, just mm. just him. No DJ, no nothing. There was a martial arts dude like doing some moves out there with him, like the Kung Fu Kenny stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I I consider myself a pretty big Kendrick fan. I I I had I heard uh, King Kunta a couple of years ago, and that that really caused me to check out a lot of his stuff. And I consider myself a a, a fan. The building was full of his hardcore fans. He would stop rapping during something early in his career, and people would finish the entire song. When he started Humble, the entire building did the whole first verse, and he just sat there with the biggest smile on his face looking, going, man, this is great. Well, I mean, I'm not paying to watch the other people rap his songs. Well, he started it over, and he did it. Like He, he was like, all right, y'all, okay. y'all took care of that. Now let me do it I for y'all. I hate that when they let the crowd finish off the hooks. And oh, stuff. well, you would have hated this. I want you to do it. Uh, he was, it was, all he had to do was start backseat freestyle. I was like, Martin had a dream. And everybody was like, Kendrick had a dream. So it was more like a sing-along. No, I, mean, I don't mean to paint it out like a sing-along, yeah. no. See, Lil Wayne had a live falcon hunting food on stage. And when they got enough food, they got in the bus and left. Like a peregrine falcon? Yes, exactly. Just, just hunting food. Live. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That is some spectacle right there. It's downtown. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Kendrick was uh, was great. The, the opening acts, oh, I tell you, they had uh, this Dram dude. I did not catch him. And, and YG. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know that they're not making music for me, but I just. Uh, Why were you there for the opening act? You got, you got to time that out. Well, I was I was searching for parking. It took me a while. To okay. Go. And by the way, did you see my uh, video of the storm that I uh, rolled up on on Friday night? No. You didn't. No. Look I was, at this shelf cloud, bro. I've been ill this weekend. Oh Drew. my god. I was on the shelf. That's right. You don't follow me on uh, Snapchat. Yeah. That's insulting, by the way. That I, you don't. I'm not on Snapchat. Yeah, I know. I'm an adult who's married. I, there's no reason for me to be on there. Look at that bad boy right oh, it's there. That's very ominous. It's a shelf cloud. You see that, Kevin? I didn't see it. Yeah, you're gonna. Uh, I mean, right? Like you're that- gonna be able to top that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand by. There was a tornado literally forming right on top of me. But uh, nice long weekend. Glad to be uh, glad to be back at it today. And uh, let's continue to take people's phone calls. Yeah. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. What's up, Jordan? Hey, Drew. What's up, man? So Great you- show, guys. Thanks. Uh, well, you know, I'm a delivery driver for a package uh, package delivery driver right. for a big company. Sure. Uh, so I'm over here on Hillsboro near Hines. Okay. And I went to stop at a Chevron, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go get a bottle of water. And the guy in front of me says, man, you can't do this. This is illegal. The guy charged him $4 for a bottle of water, and he bought five of them. So he ended up paying like $20 for, for you know, handheld bottles of water. So I wouldn't go running out to get some water right now anyway. If you don't already have some, so <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine that uh, there are going to be some inflated prices. It's a fine line between uh, exploiting an opportunity as a business and price gouging. You know, that's a, that's a scummy thing yeah. to do. So you can mark up a yeah, little bit, a reasonable amount. I think you could mark up like supply and demand dictates that you could like bump it up five cents, maybe. Okay, sure. ten cents, maybe. Sure, but- yeah, understandable. But four, you know, three, two to three dollars per bottle. That's that's a little much. <laughs> a little heavy-handed. All right, well, uh, buyer yeah, beware. Man. Thank you very much, man. Stay vigilant yes, out there. Sir. Thank you. Great show. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. So after you heard everything Delegato said, you still bugging out? Yeah. I would, you, I mean, if I were you. I mean, we have our plan. Uh, I, I'm hoping that we don't have to use it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sit around and wait till the last second before we bail. We're, I'd rather bail early 
and then find out everything's okay in St. Petersburg, and then say, hey, it was a little mini vacation, yeah. family adventure. That's the best I'm way I'm not going to wait until the last second when all hell's breaking loose. Nor should like, you. No no way I can do that having a three-month-old. No, you'd freak the hell out. I'm Yeah, I'm freaking out right now. I mean, we've lived through I've been in Florida my whole life. We've yeah. lived through all these hurricanes, but it's different, I think, when there's a Cat 5 heading your way and you, and you have a baby. Can I ask you this question? This is a really silly thing to ask. Uh-oh. Do you find yourself in moments like this, like, damning your parents for moving to, to Florida in the first place? It's crazy that you asked that because I was having a conversation with Phoebe, uh, not even about the hurricane, just over the weekend, and right. I said, you know, we didn't pick Florida. Our parents picked Florida, and we just stayed here. But maybe it's time to reassess everything. I was thinking the same thing. I don't. Well, if they go, hey, you go to a place where you know a few months out of the year, you, you're going to be under it. You might, you might die. Who knows? A lot of hurricane, a lot of hurricane warnings. I don't know if that's a place I want to live. Yet we're here. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I was having that thought and like I don't blame my mom and dad. I love my mom and dad. In fact, they visited on Saturday. They saw my new place for the first time and everything. We had a great lunch together. And um, I just then think, okay, my dad had a choice in 1978 to move to Arizona or Orlando. Oh, I think he made the right choice. I hope he did. Yeah. Dry heat out there. Yeah, there's nothing in Arizona. Right. Man. So, but, but then like I became an adult in Orlando and I could have gone anywhere in the world. Anywhere. But I chose to stay in a state that I knew for a couple months out of the year attracts these gigantic monster storms. Sure, weather's awesome most of the time. We have the most beautiful women in the entire universe in our state. We look like a wiener, which is really cool. If you if you move somewhere else, you'd be trading hurricanes for tornadoes or, or yeah. fires or mudslides. Yeah, or blizzards or yeah. volcanoes and super volcanoes. Mm. Trying to think of the perfect spot to live. Right here, buddy. Tampa, St. Pete. What about Seattle? Uh, the, it's a little dingy up there. Uh, the, dingy? Yeah, yeah, the weather's like a little... Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. need that. You don't yeah. need sun? Oh, I've had enough sun. You gotta it get that cold. vitamin D. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cold and rainy. I need that. How much coffee can you drink? All a lot. Yeah. You can drink all the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could drink. It actually sounds perfect the way you're describing it. Right. No sun. It's gloomy all the time and fog, mist. Yeah. That's when I thrive is when it's In gloomy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see the sun. I don't want to come out for days. You might like it. It might be the spot for you. Well, what do they, they have to deal with? Natural disasters. What do they, what do they have there? Oh, they don't have anything. See? Yet. No. That's the spot. They don't, have, they don't have snakes? That might be the spot for you, man. Oh, yeah. I also found out that there's a rattlesnakes loose in my neighborhood, too. There's a rattlesnake in your neighborhood? Yeah, that's what I'm Like hearing. the whole neighborhood? Yeah, there's said, one? Yeah, they said, that, I don't know, they said there's maybe more than one. Who knows? And I have to be on the lookout for that also. Whoa. They only come out in the early morning. Oh, is that what it is? Just so avoid the early morning. Okay. You'll never see him. How early? Uh, like, please, please don't listen. When the, when the dude's on the grass. I'm not listening to him. I believe it. No, seriously. I know all about, I'm born and raised in Florida. Yeah. I know all about rattlesnakes. I'm out at 6 a.m. Are the rattlesnakes at 6 a.m.? I yeah. went to FAMU. <laughs> I'm just trying to put you in this Seattle mindset to see, because this is a song, Drowned, Smashing Pumpkins, one of their best songs off the single soundtrack set in Seattle. Can you vibe to this? Because this is this is a Seattle experience. Oh, I'm vibing hard right now. Vibe it hard to this? Yeah. It's a pretty great song. No Because this makes me want to move there. Wait, but the pumpkins aren't from Seattle? No, I know. But this song is very Seattle-esque. It's off the single soundtrack. One of the greatest rock and roll soundtracks ever. Is this that song you listen to over and over again after your first divorce? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was on the mix CD, but okay. yeah, they, not the Chiefs. Oh, I'm vibing hard to that, too. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Drew, it's Tuscan, man. Oh, no. We got some serious stuff going on. All right. 
I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my goats. Forget the baby. What about my goats? What, what, how many goats do you have? I didn't know you were a goat herder. Yeah, I'm a goat, man. I'm a goat, man. I, and, dude, my goat has the biggest testicles on any animal that I have ever seen in my life. I, I have a, absolutely I've insane. never conceptualized saying this to another man before, Bob, but I'd love to see your uh, your goat's big balls. Oh. Dude, I'll Snapchat you. Thank you. Please oh, do. Wait. Drew Argarabo. I, I mean... This is one exception to dude snapping. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah. If I ask you to send me goat balls, then uh, then it's okay to send me goat balls. Okay. Just making sure. Thanks, folks. Man. Everybody's talking about what to get prepared with. Let me tell you what not to get prepared with. One item you don't need are condoms because we're gonna have to repopulate after this storm, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Drew. As much as I try not to be a hyperbolic, crazy conspiracy theorist. Um. Wait a second. Well, I guess I am that, but nonetheless. I'm very concerned here, and there's a couple predicaments that no weatherman will ever tell you, folks. One is the nuclear scenario. Drew, are you aware that the entire coast of Florida has nuclear facilities from the Crystal River plant north of Tampa to the Apollo facility south to Miami and beyond? There's nuclear facilities everywhere, dude. If we lose power for months at a time, they will melt down, dude, and that is a very, very, very scary scenario. Now I'm terrified of that. Thank you. Fukushima all over again. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who wants to watch language? Uh, that, is, that is terrifying. Thanks, Tuscan. There's more. There's oh. harp, but I won't get to that. No, no harp talk today, please. We love you, man. He cracks me up, dude. There's times when when I when Tuscan like makes me giggle a couple of times, and then there's time when he really slays me. Today, for some reason, he really slayed me. Thanks. I, I do have a piece of uh, breaking news. They're going to start mandatory evacuations in Miami tomorrow morning. Mandatory. Miami. Mm. Yep. Tomorrow morning. Yep. I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd pick a part of that too. Um, oh wow. Mandatory Miami evacuations. Huh. So they're sending them all up, uh, all up this way, huh? Well, hopefully they just keep on going. They just go right by. Yeah, right. so they come here, and then yeah. we have to evacuate. We go yeah. where, and then where does everybody end up? Oh, uh, like Georgia. Uh, you ain't going to be able to get in a Waffle House from here to no, South Carolina. Yeah. Scattered and smothered and covered in chunks all over the place. The mayor announced uh, evacuation zones A and B should begin evacuating on Wednesday. I wouldn't leave my home until the NFL decides what they're going to do with that Buccaneers-Dolphins game. Will you drop some knowledge on us, please, Paul Tagliabue, for crying out loud? <laughs> I mean, when are they going to make the announcement? I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for. they got to know already. Uh, they had a conference call this morning, but clearly they figured nothing out. Right. Eh. They want to see how it plays out, probably waiting on the... <laughs> I would say, it, well, yeah, maybe, you it, never maybe, know. It, maybe it takes a jog to the north. They're going to call it at uh, 6 o'clock. <laughs> Well, as I say, they play on Friday. You get a game Thursday. You get a game Friday. You get yeah. you get the Sunday games, and there's two Monday night football oh, games. Oh. You get the, a Friday game? Yeah. Well, yeah, well they, I mean, they if might, they move it. They might move it to Friday. That's, That's going to mess up a lot. Of, yeah. yeah. Second yeah. lineups now? Uh, Cliff, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grab Live. How you doing, Cliff? Yeah. Hey, good. Uh, I just have one small question. I just moved here from Texas, so what do I do? Welcome. Um, <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you mean, uh, what do you do? What do you, what do you want to do? You looking for go-karts? Are you looking for, uh, what do you, beach fun? Like, no, what? no. I mean, I leave Texas, and, you know, three months ago, I lived oh. up in Texas, Panhandle, Lowe's Park area, and I, I come here, and, hey, the strongest Category 5 hurricane in the history of hurricanes is mm. going to. Yeah, rape the stage, but hey, what are you going to do? Rape the stage. Oh. Jeez. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> whatever you did, you're still paying for it. Right. Like, well, I don't know what you did in a past life or this life, my man, but get the hell out of our area because something's following you. Right. Go go someplace where they want you, like Pawtucket, Rhode Island or something, man. Get the hell out there of here. There you go. Yeah. That's hey, what, Seth, don't go to Seattle, man. That's the ring of fire. They got volcanoes up there, dude. Thank you. 
Ring of Fire. They got volcanoes. Ah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah rare. Very Mount St. Helens erupted like in the 80s. Big deal. Yeah, just stay away from it. It's volcanic ash. You don't have to worry about too much lava. Boy, that'd be, if, the, if, a, if a volcano hit the mainland U.S. Uh, had an eruption, that'd be pretty crazy. Oh, man. Anything positive going on in the news today? Yeah. Uh, North Korea doesn't have nukes or anything, and they <laughs> certainly aren't loading them onto an ICB. That, I, I was terrified for a little bit about that, I think, on Saturday, and then the storm replaced that terror that I had. Oh, yeah. Trump's got it under control. There's nothing to worry about. We can focus on the hurricane. He's too busy ripping the dreams away from undocumented No, you had a capacity. You could, you could freak out about multiple things at a time. I can't. Yeah. I have to compartmentalize everything. I can only freak out about one thing at a time, and right now I'm freaking out about the storm, but- I'll be honest with you, Paul Delegato's words kind of put me at ease a little bit and made me realize there's only so much we can do. So now I'm going to shift a little bit more of my concern back to that wackadoodle in uh, North Korea because that's some scary stuff. Well, there's a lot of wacky people that are involved with making these decisions. Sure. whole lot of wackadoodles in this world. What's up, Jackson? Drew. Jackson. As a league commissioner, what do we do with these unused Mike Evans points if the game gets canceled? Well, I don't think the NFL would cancel a game. Yeah, they can't cancel. Let's, let's not get crazy. I heard a possibility where it gets moved to a bye week in November. That that's, that's on the table. No one wants that. No, I don't like that either. No, that's gonna. The game. The game will be played this week. That's my uh, unexpert point of view. My novice point of view, if you will. Um, the thing about Mike Evans' fantasy points, are, are you going to be rewarded in week one for the high draft position in which you took him? Maybe, maybe not. The important thing is. I took Jameis Winston in our uh, draft yesterday. He is my starting quarterback in our Cox Space Ucking Fantasy Football uh, League, and uh, I, I'm I'm kind of excited. I haven't had a, a Bucks quarterback since Josh Freeman screwed me about five six years ago. <laughs> Was it an accident, or did you did you want to draft him going into it last night? I I didn't I didn't you know me in quarterbacks. I'm going to wait until a late round, and I saw that Johnny B took Marcus Mariota, and I'm like, well, that's cu- curious that he didn't take Jameis. Maybe that's a sign. So I took Jameis. I I'm very happy to have him that's aboard. He's setting you that's up. I'm sorry. That's a weak pick, Drew. Well, do you know who was available? Mariota. No, he wasn't available. Uh, Johnny B took Mariota, making Jameis available. You're right. I know. You think this guy got in over his head and he just doesn't know what to do right now? I don't know, now? but yeah, I thought we were directing all fantasy football questions or topics towards John Sending, the oh, true tr- expert on the show. That is true. Hey, could you could you manufacture another uh, fantasy football question and hit John with it, please, Jackson? Deshaun Jackson, what do I do with him? What do I do with him? Oh, boy. Hey, uh, hey, John, I got a real question okay, for you. Yeah, punks, you suck, Jackson, by I, the way. I Thank had a draft you. last night. I did the uh, Michael Thomas, Drew, Breeze stack. I just wanted to know what you thought Ooh. about that. I mean, it's risky. I mean, it's definitely risky, but I think, uh, you know, with when you take a big risk, you you run the chance of getting big rewards. So good on you, man. Uh, and why is it risky? Hmm. Uh, you know, when you do the stack, it's uh, it's always risky. You're putting all your eggs into one basket, essentially. What Two basket? Baskets. What basket is that? Into the Drew Breeze, uh, Michael Thomas stack basket. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Money. What round did you get Breeze in? Um, I don't the th- fourth or the fifth maybe. No, no. Last night I said I, the, last night was my seventh draft, yeah. so I said I'm gonna mix it up, and I and I wanted one of the big quarterbacks. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm I'm done drafting. Usually I, I can't get enough of drafting after drafting my my I think fourth team. I'm like I'm I'm done drafting. I was over it. Although I think we have one more draft because of that dynasty league that we're joining. What? If you was if you still want to join that uh, oh. dynasty league. What? Oh. Remember the dynasty league I talked about? I said I about? wanted to join a league? A dynasty league. Are you sure? Positive. 
I said I wanted to join. Yeah, from uh, from. Oh yeah, I don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. I don't <laughs> want to do that. When are we doing the draft? I think it's like tonight or something. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to flee. Got to get out of here, man.